Well, as I've listened to you so far, it is obvious to me that a lot of this hinges on the person of Jesus. Uh, And obviously, from what you said before about miracles and the Bible and themes and all of that, that uh, I need to go back and do some more study on the the, uh, person of Jesus and the proof that he is who he said he is on his resurrection. But To examine that evidence. Yeah, I I need to. Uh, Obviously, I can't get that done today, and I'm almost through my list. I I got just a couple more questions because this really moves me into the next question because if if Jesus is— who you say he is, uh, that he is our solution and that our performance is not what matters, it's what Christ did for me that matters. Uh, What about all those people who have never even heard the name of Jesus Christ? Uh, What about the people who uh, live in a jungle uh, and have never seen a missionary, never bumped into civilization. They had uh, uh, pictures in the National Geographic recently of a tribe that had never been touched. They flew over by the plane and and took pictures of them. What about those people? I mean, is God going to condemn them uh, with no chance at all of ever hearing of this person, Jesus, you talk about? Uh, Another fantastic question, Larry. And I guess I'd say in the first place, uh, at least according to the Bible, it's very clear that God will never condemn anybody based on information that they don't have. Hmm. He'll only judge people based on the information they do have. And throughout the Bible, there's this clear distinction between Jews and Gentiles, which are simply the non-Jews. Now, the Jews had access to the written Torah, the written law of God, but the Gentiles didn't. Now, would it be fair if God held the Gentiles responsible to the Torah to which they never had access? Uh, not for the Gentiles, but uh, to hold the Jews responsible, yeah, I, I think it would be fair. Okay. Now, it would be fair for God, as you say, to hold the Jews responsible for that, but not to judge the Gentiles by the Torah since they didn't have access to it. The New Testament says that God will only hold people accountable to the standard that they do have. And the standard that everybody has is that internal sense of right and wrong that we've talked about earlier. I think if I could stop there, we'd both be happy. God would only be judging somebody based on the information they have. That's good, that's good news because it means that God's fair and, he, and he's not arbitrary. So you're saying that both Jews and Gentiles are okay with God since they only have to measure up to the standard that God gave them. Well, no, because the problem, uh. <laughs> the problem is that even the Hebrew Scriptures make it clear that the Jews don't measure up to the standard that God gave them, the Torah. They never have. They never will. Likewise, the Gentiles don't measure up to their God-given internal standard, the standard of right and wrong, the, the conscience. Nobody measures up to the standard they have. So, so God's fair. The, the good news is that He's not going to condemn somebody based on information they don't have. But the bad news is that he will judge us based on the standard that we do have, and none of us measure up to that standard. So uh, are you saying that they don't have a chance? Um, even though I, I don't believe in Jesus at this point, I, I at least have heard the name uh, and have heard some information about him, but how in the world do they even get the message about Jesus? I still don't get it. Well, throughout the Bible, you find God promising over and over to 
get the information to anybody who wants to know about this beautiful Christ solution, regardless of location, everybody has information that there's a God. It's written on the heart, that instinctive awareness. Uh, people can look at the universe around them and reason that somebody must have put this together, that, that it must have come from somewhere. Um, all people can look inside themselves and find that moral law that we talked about and realize that it points to a lawgiver. If someone simply seeks based on what little information they have, God has obligated himself to get the rest of the information to them some way, somehow. Now, Larry, let me ask you a couple simple questions. First, is it conceivable in your mind that there's somebody here in our city who's never heard about Jesus Christ, uh, who he claimed to be, and, and why he came? Well, probably everybody's heard the name, if in nothing else but a swear word, but they've heard it. Uh, but I'm sure there are people here who have never heard the message of Christ as you've described it here. Okay. Second question. Is it possible that at some point in their lives, either because of guilt or a longing for meaning and purpose or wondering about what happens when we die, is it possible that that person might say something like, well, God, if you're there, I, I want to know you. If, if it's possible to be, to be connected up, I want that. Is it possible they might make that request to God based on the information they have? Sure, uh, that's possible, I guess. All right, here's the third question. Is it possible for God to connect them with somebody who could fill in the blanks and tell them about Christ? It's possible. Okay. Now, actually, Larry, I think I could give you lots of examples I know of where that has actually happened. And it seems to me that if God could do that for somebody here in our city, then why couldn't he do that for somebody across the world? Since God created the world, he doesn't have the logistical problems that you and I have about how to get from one place to another or how to even know that someone out there is responding. But if there's a God who made us, he would know if someone responded. He'd be capable some way, somehow, of getting the information to them. And the Bible tells us that God desires for all people to come to the knowledge of the truth. God could send a missionary. He could even send a vision or a, a dream about Christ, which has actually happened for many people in the Muslim world. But the point is that, as Jesus himself said, whoever seeks will find. If, if God's God, he can get the job done. And one more thing. Wouldn't it be a tragedy if one of us declined the offer of forgiveness that we did hear about because of our worry about those who did not hear of Christ, only to find out too late that God got his message to them somehow, they made it to heaven, but here we are on the outside looking in. I've heard some pretty dramatic stories of people in the remotest places on the earth actually getting to hear that message.